You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills, and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20-year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much was being sourced overseas, and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that are still making in the UK. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in Britain, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be chatting to inspiring British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering advice to product-based businesses that make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode number 201 of the Make It British podcast and the first of series four. So I did intend to bring you this podcast a couple of weeks ago, but I have been struck down with a non-COVID cough for the last couple of weeks, making it nigh on impossible to record any podcasts or do any interviews with any wonderful guests. So I'm sorry if this is slightly later than I originally attended, but this series is going to be amazing and well worth listening to. So just as a reminder, we're going to be going out every Friday with an episode. It will be a solo show with me one week and the following week I'll have an interview with an inspiring British made brand or UK manufacturer. So today, to set the scene for the new series, I'm going to be talking all about what the seven things are that I see successful British-made brands doing consistently. And the key is definitely in the consistent. So having been running Make It British for over 10 years now and having thousands of members and small businesses that make in the UK come through the doors in that time... I know a thing or two about what makes a UK-made business work and also what doesn't. I've also run five trade shows with over 20,000 people through the door in that time and conferences on how to start and grow a British-made brand known as the Make It British Forum. Speaking of which, before we go any further, I want to tell you about another event that we've got coming up very, very soon, which I'm really excited to tell you about. British Brand Blueprint is a one-day live virtual event for businesses that make in the UK. It's taking place next week on Thursday the 4th of November and this virtual one-day event is going to give you the motivation, confidence and tools that you need to grow a thriving UK-made brand. The event is for you if you make or sell clothing, textiles, accessories or homeware and either manufacture those products in the UK already or you want to do so in the future. So if you're a product-based business and your goal is to expand your British-made brand, then you need to be at this one-of-a-kind event. There's going to be workshops, panel discussions and expert training that will give you tons of new ideas for growing your UK-made business. You'll also be able to connect with other like-minded businesses that make in the UK and walk away feeling positive about the opportunities that are ahead for UK manufacturers and British-made brands. Tickets include access to all the live talks on the 4th of November, plus the recordings for a whole week. And you can find out more by going to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash BBB. And if you're listening to this in the past and this event has already taken place, Still go to that URL and I'll let you know how you can get access to the recordings. 
So, back to the topic of today's show, which is what are the seven things that British-made brands do that makes them successful? So let's start with number one, which is that they all have a great story to tell. Stories build trust in a brand and they give it authenticity. And they also give small businesses a point of difference over bigger brands and retailers. At the end of the day, people buy from people more than ever before. And a brand story builds something that your customers can relate to. So having a good story to tell gives your brand authenticity. And at the end of the day, everyone loves to read stories. A great example of a brand that does storytelling really well is Hyatt Denim. Their tagline is, our town is going to make jeans again. The Hyatt Denim story tells of how they're making jeans in the same town that once made 35,000 pairs of jeans a week for the likes of companies like Marks and Spencers. And people can relate to that and they love that story and they buy into the Hyatt Denim brand because they love that story and they love the tagline, our town is going to make jeans again. Another example is Private White VC, which is a menswear brand that's manufactured in a raincoat factory in Manchester. They also previously made for brands such as Marks and Spencers. You can see a pattern emerging here, can't you? So when the Cooper and Stoll brand factory, as it as it was known, set out to launch their own brand, they named it after one of the ancestors of the founders, a private Jack White, who was awarded the Victoria Cross for his services in World War One. And the brand story tells of how Jack began his career as an apprentice pattern cutter in the factory before rising up through the ranks to become its owner. But it's Jack's bravery in the war, which is the part of the story that people have that emotional connection with. And that, coupled with the fact that Private White operates out of one of the only remaining factories in what was once the heart of England's textile industry, gives Private White a fantastic story to tell. So have a think about what is the story that your brand can tell. The next thing that I see successful British-made brands doing is doing one thing only and doing it brilliantly. The best UK-made brands do one thing really, really well, and that's what they've become known for. And only after they've established themselves as an expert or leader with that first product category do they move on to something else. Doing one thing really well earns customer loyalty for that product. It means that if someone says, where can I buy X? That brand is the first company that people think of and they recommend that business for that product and they come back for more. It's also far easier to market and sell one type of product really well than lots of different products. So take, for example, the Cambridge Satchel Company, a name synonymous with British-made leather goods. For over a decade, the brand has been renowned globally for its colourful, fun and practical satchels. Now, Judy Dean, the founder of the business, she could have cashed in on that success really early on and diversified into a myriad of different products and different lifestyle products. But she didn't because she knew what the company was good at and she stuck to that vision. And in the first few years, the Cambridge Satchel Company only ever made satchels. And it was only after a while that they added on a few other bag styles and then small leather goods. But they're still known predominantly for their satchels. The same with Emma Willis, who's renowned for her shirt making. She sells shirts on London's German Street. She started making men's shirts beautifully. She did add on women's shirts at one point, but she hasn't diversified into tailoring and suiting 
or anything like that. And by focusing on just that shirt, she can get it absolutely perfect and be the person that people go to when they're looking for a top-notch quality formal shirt. And the advantages of focusing on just one product, as well as getting fantastic at making it, you can also refine it and tweak the design and listen to customer feedback on that product. Whereas if you spread yourself too thin, not only will you risk having all your cash tied up in stock of lots of different items, but you've also got to deal with a whole host of different manufacturers and suppliers. Which brings me on to the next point, And number three in the seven things that I see successful British-made brands doing, and that's working very closely with their suppliers. In fact, many of them also own their own manufacturing. So you need to build trust with your manufacturers. It's like a marriage. You've got to respect each other's boundaries and you've got to have clear lines defining who does what. But you also have to appreciate your manufacturers for the skill that goes into making. And that's just as important as other aspects of your business. You need to work with a manufacturer where you can just pick up the phone or you can visit them when something goes wrong. And you can develop ideas and brainstorm ideas together and come up with new products. But you only get that after working with a manufacturer for a while. And you don't see successful British brands dipping in and out of different manufacturers every season or as the mood takes them or because they they want to get a cheaper price somewhere else. They stick with their manufacturers and they work with them in partnership And without your manufacturer, you are nothing. You've got no product. So it's worth building a really good, strong, close relationship with your suppliers. One of the brands that I think is a great example of this is Hevtroco. Started out as a menswear brand. They're now moving into being a lifestyle brand. They've got all sorts of different products. They made a great video, which is worth watching. I'll put the link in the show notes. Called something like Made Right Here. And it's them in all the different factories showing exactly where it is their products are made. And I know from speaking to the founders of Hebdroco that they are in those factories all the time. They know how important it is to get the right product by having a good relationship with your manufacturer. And you can do that when you make a product in the UK or when you make it right here, as they say in the video. The fourth point in my list of the seven things that successful British-made brands do is putting their customer first, always. In fact, I should have put this as number one. The companies that I see that are successful always listen to their customer. They respond to customer demand and they know that the customer predominantly most of the time is right and they go the extra mile for their customers and they give them what they want. They get out to meet their customers. They talk to them face to face. They respond to their comments on social media. As a business, you simply have no business if you aren't listening to your customers. And your customers can also be your biggest brand ambassadors. As a small business, which most of the British-made brands that I'm talking about here today are, having that ability to talk directly to your customers is your superpower. So as a small business making in the UK, you need to make sure you use it. Get out there to shows and fairs and talk to your customers. Find out what it is they want. They are your best brand ambassadors. So number five in the list is that British-made brands pride quality over quantity. 
They make things that last and they are unapologetic about the price as they know what they are offering is great value. They don't try and cut corners and they don't try and compete on price. They produce a quality product that is made to last. Take, for instance, a cashmere jumper from Johnson & Elgin, one of the biggest British-made brands. Yes, you could probably buy cashmere cheaper somewhere else, but I know you can. But I know as well from experience that the quality that you get from Johnson's of Elgin cashmere jumpers cannot be beaten. And a Johnson's of Elgin cashmere jumper will probably last you five times as long as a cashmere jumper that you'll buy from a cheaper reseller, which will be made from an inferior yarn and just won't go the distance. And I know as well that priding quality over quantity is going to become even more important over the coming years as the planet's natural resources become even more scarce and more people wake up to the fact that you don't need endless amounts of stuff. Who needs loads more stuff? What you need to do is invest in good quality products and that is what British-made brands do so well. Number six on my things that successful British-made brands do is that they are driven by purpose and not profit. So yes, of course, making money is important. If your business doesn't make money, then you have no business. But you also need to think about what the purpose of your business is and how it gives back in the long run. Customers align with brands that have the same values as their own. And if a British-made brand communicates a clear purpose and reason for being, it helps to attract the right customers. Because like I said before, no one needs any more stuff and you need to have a really good reason why customers will buy from you. A lovely example of putting purpose over profit is a member we have of Make It British called Socko. So they make the most beautiful socks out of leftover and recycled yarn. And what they don't do when you buy a pair of socks from them is try and encourage you to buy another pair of socks from them because everyone knows that at the end of the day, socks go into holes. But what Socko do is teach you how to look after, repair and darn those socks. So Emma, the creator of the Socko brand, also does darning courses and she teaches people how to repair their socks because she knows if you love and care for your socks, it's just as important than having a new pair. So I just love the philosophy behind the Socko brand. And I interviewed Emma on the podcast and I will pop the link to that in the show notes as well. And finally, point number seven in my seven things that successful British made brands do is that they invest in their business. Whether that investing is in your own personal growth as a business founder, in the growth of your staff and investing in them learning new skills or investing in advertising to get your business in front of the right people. So often I see wonderful people with great ideas, beautiful products, but they launch a business, then leave no money at all for marketing. Or they launch with a Kickstarter campaign, but don't invest time or resources in it up front because they expect it to sell itself. We recently ran a Make It British member masterclass with one of our members, Jack Millington from Billy Tannery. And he talked all about uh, the successful crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter that he did to launch the business. And you hear the figures that he smashed his target, but it wasn't without hard work. The amount of effort and time and money that they invested 
paid off and it meant that they smashed their targets. But he said they wouldn't have done so had they invested all that time and money up front. So at the end of the day, nothing comes as a free ride. And if you have a business, and no matter how amazing your product is, no matter how well made it is, if you haven't invested time, money, resources and cash in marketing and selling your brand, then you're going to have no business at all. And sometimes that investment is also in terms of skills. A great example of that is David Nieper, the women's wear factory in Derbyshire. And Christopher Nieper, the owner of the factory, has invested in a whole new school, which he has set up under the David Nieper Foundation. He knows by investing in the people in his town, he'll have an amazing pool of talent to come and work at the David Nieper factory for decades to come. So he's really thinking into the future in terms of his investment. So those are the seven things that I see successful British-made brands doing consistently from the businesses that I've come across or work with at Make It British over the last 10 years. So I hope that's inspired you to think about which of these you can lean into with your business. I went into these pillars of success and what it means in terms of your own business marketing with my clients recently in my Manufacturing Made Easy program. We talked in much more depth about how you can action each one of these points in your business and how to find your marketing sweet spot when it comes to communicating these messages to your customers. So if you want to find out more about being in the Manufacturing Made Easy program, you can go to katehills.co.uk forward slash apply. And that's it for this week. Next Friday, I've got an interview for you with a British-made brand discussing how she overcame the challenges of big businesses copying her designs. So listen out for it. It's going to be a good one. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Friday, plus there's bonus episodes occasionally. Many of the interviews that you hear on series four of this podcast are also available to watch on our YouTube channel. You can find it by going to youtube.com forward slash make it British LTD. That's make it British with the letters LTD. Bye bye.